question I get asked often is, should I go back to school or college or get a degree, a master's, a piece of paper? So in this episode, I'm diving in to give you my thoughts on this topic. I hope you enjoy. I'm talking about a question that I get asked very often. Should I go back to college or to get my master's or degree or, you know, the coaching certificate, whatever the thing, the piece of paper, right? I get asked this on, on, in DMs, I get asked in coaching calls and the whole lot. Or like often I find people delaying their progress or like holding themselves back because they don't have this piece of paper, because they feel they haven't proved to the world, you know, what their, their qualifications are. Now, I have thoughts and those thoughts have changed a lot over the course of time on this topic. Sometimes people actually ask me, should I put all of my qualifications, all the letters after my name on my profile, etc. As somebody who has studied as far as master's level, so I would have done a degree, then went to America, never even came back to have my graduation. Then I came home from America after about a decade and kind of got stuck into jobs that really weren't, you know, they weren't exactly what I wanted to do. But anyway, I felt, oh, maybe... To progress, I should go back and do a master's. So after my first child, no, after my second child, sorry, on maternity leave, I decided, not on maternity leave, I'm wrong, sorry. Second child, as soon as I was pregnant, I decided I was going back to college because I was like, sure, I'll be off on maternity leave, it'll be grand. So I spread a master's program in PR with new media. I spread that master's over two two years basically you can split the modules but because it was a daytime course what I had to do was when I look back and I'm like I don't even know how I did this but anyway I was in a role where I was working nine to five in an office now I was working with startups on you know Enterprise Ireland programs that help people to develop out their business so it was work that served me it was work that I was good at and it was work that I was really interested at but the problem was I was on the wrong side of the thing I should have been the one creating the business going into a program instead I was in the business you know or in the job sorry helping people with their businesses through a very structured program now like it wasn't just me helping but I did get to contribute and to mentor people and that was the start of that sharing learning you know and my experience because I did have a share in a business in the state so I did have experience I wasn't just you know helping people because there is a lot of people out there I will say there's a lot of ants trying to show bees how to make honey and what I mean by that is there's a lot of people out there trying to help and look great if that's their passion but a lot of the time you'll find that there's people who are helping others who haven't a had a business themselves or had a transformation that they can share with people if that makes sense. But anyway, I was in this job where I was working nine to five and I had to fit in X amount of college hours per week. So maybe like eight hours or 10 hours a week. So what I was having to do was take annual leave, basically try to gather up all my time, work through lunches, do whatever, break up annual leave to get to the classes. Now I did get exempt from some part of the program because I had actually real life experience and this is another area that a lot of people don't know about it's called RPL recognition for prior learning so at the time I felt in order for me to progress into an area that I want to work in I wanted to do more of the PR and the marketing and you know more events and stuff like that 
though I was already doing that, I was already writing press releases, I was already writing content for, you know, other people. So my full-time job was nine to five. I had taken on one or two clients on the side just to build my experience because I felt I can't go out there and, you know, ask people to take a chance on me if I have no experience. So I was doing side work, sometimes for free, sometimes for a low pay, just to build up my bank of experience. So I was trying to wedge all of these classes or the classes that I had to show up for into my working week. Now, the thing I did overlook was it's fine that you can attend the classes and bundle up all your time off in order for you to attend. Now, I was working on the campus anyway, so I was already in the college. So that really helped. I didn't have to actually, you know, take an hour to get somewhere. So that helped. But I was attending these classes but then when I went home, there was all this extra reading and these assignments. So like, there's a whole body of extra time that you need to commit when you go back to college. You don't need me telling you that. I'm just giving you my experience. But that was fine. So then I had the baby and I was trying to, you know, over the, I had the baby, say, in June. And I was like, you know, handing in all my final assignments for that term. Then when it really got tricky is when said little baby had to be dropped to somebody to mind it while I went into college while I was still on maternity leave. Now the other thing that happened is that particular course there was a thesis like a big body of writing work like thousands of pages of writing to do. That also had to be done you know the following summer when I had two children on the go now at an age where you know the smaller one was moving around and needed more of my time and affection and attention so it was just a lot. Now that's because I dumped myself into that situation. Like I chose to be in that because I was like, right, if I'm going to be on maternity leave, I don't want to be sitting around going to mother and baby groups. I want to use my time well. Um, my choice and look, people will agree and disagree with that. But it was the only time I felt that I could squeeze this master's in to be another little bit qualified to get this piece of paper. And when I look back, yes, in my head and in my own self-belief that absolutely... 100% helped me to believe in myself more that I could go out there and do this work for real for people because I now had a qualification in it. But what they don't tell you when you leave college, and I'm telling you now if you go back to college or if you're at the stage where you're just about to leave college or whatever, when you get out into the world, the piece of paper is only kind of the theory of what should be done. If you're lucky enough, like I was, to get some experience in college with real live cases, fantastic. But when you get out there, you're starting all over. And what happens is you leave college and I, I feel really bad. And I try to remind as many of, you know, these people that I meet as I can, who are like maybe just finishing college. There is an assumption because you have a degree or the master's or whatever the piece of paper is. There is this assumption that, you know, everything that was ever written or everything that was ever important about this topic. And unfortunately, you're coming out of college with no experience or very little experience. So how could you know? But I think there's this silent pressure that students put on themselves that they're expected. There's an expectation on them that they should know it all. There's an expectation on the person themselves that like, oh, well, I know this because I went to college for this. The most important thing you could do, and I, I had serious, serious breakthroughs when I did this for myself. This was even after years of leaving college and I had already been working <clears throat> with clients and, you know, doing this work for myself. The second that you actually say, 
I don't know how to do that or yes I understand the topic in general but I don't have any specific experience in that particular part of the topic the weight is lifted and then you can go in there with the growth mindset that I talk about and go right well I know how other people are doing it I haven't actually run these whatever it is let's just say it's a google ad campaign right or maybe it's a I don't know sending out a press release you can say I've learned how to do it I can identify a good one that's already out there when I see it printed but I haven't sent them myself whereas sometimes people would leave college going well because I did PR they should know that I you know I should be able to whip up a press release in 10 seconds kind of thing so like the first thing that I learned about that qualification is that you still have to get the experience and there's nothing will beat the actual experience and the the second part of it is the enthusiasm for the topic is nearly more important than what you studied because if you have a degree in whatever whatever and you go out there but you're not that enthused by the topic it never has the it never starts from the energy or from the place that it needs to if that makes sense so look, there's a lot that I could talk about this for all day, really, to be honest. But what I have come to learn now is that there was a doubt in me or there was a void in me that I felt some type of or master's or academic proof that I was good enough. And in fact, everything that I was doing along the way while I was studying for the master's and, you know, while I was doing other work for people I just had a doubt in myself like a, a limiting belief that I didn't believe I was good enough till I had a piece of paper to show that I was good enough and that is a load of absolute rubbish I can say no but at the time I felt well you know there are situations where look I'm not going to lie like I'm not saying don't ever go back and do anything academic like I'll tell you how it changed me but if you're feeling that you have no other choice and that you have to, you know, I would look at that really long and hard because, okay, look, if you're going into an organization or going into an industry that absolutely needs you to have that qualification, like, okay, you're not going to be an architect if you don't have the qualification. I understand that. But there are other areas where maybe it's a coaching qualification or maybe it's a health and fitness qualification. It doesn't matter what the industry is really, but like, ask yourself, do you actually need it? Is it my own beliefs that I think I need it or is the industry telling me that I actually need it? Because you can save yourself a lot of time, money and effort if it you go through a whole academic qualification and you realise it's not for you. And the other thing to note here is people are wired differently. People's brains need information in different ways. You know, people, some people are visual, some people need to hear it. We're, we're all so different. But even people coming out of secondary school these days, I feel really bad for them because some of them will never go to college um, and they might be shoehorned into this expectation of going to college. And then they'll get into college and realise this really isn't for me. I knew before, but I was afraid to say because my parents, you know, think I should go to college. And these people end up with this underlying anxiety and worry and just they're not in themselves they're not alive they're not doing things that are bringing them alive and I definitely think this is the case in Ireland there's such a pressure for them to get the points get the points that the love for learning goes out the window and now they're just taking on extra topics outside of school because it's easy to get the points or like you know burying themselves studying things I get it there is an element of it that we have to do some type of study 
but I certainly would be telling my children and I already have begun saying you know college isn't the be all and end all it really isn't it's not for everyone if you're a person like actually for me I went back and did a course that I didn't get the points for the course I wanted and financially the options that I wanted to do were either abroad or in Dublin and I just wasn't in a financial position to make that choice so my choice was based on what was available to me locally and even at that the thing I wanted the points were too high anyway and I didn't apply myself enough for those so I just accepted plan b which kind of from the very beginning made me feel "Mm, am I that interested now it turned out to be fine it was a degree in marketing so at least it was the topic that I was interested in anyway but before I suppose I was nearly before I began I was nearly like I felt, oh, this isn't this isn't as good as I thought it would be. Do you know, as in my expectations of what I would be studying. It didn't light me up every day. Do you know, there was topics that I'm like, oh, me and statistics, no. Me and accounting, hell no. <laughs> you know, so there was loads of things that I did study that I didn't want to. No, it was a tick a box exercise to get a degree. But when I came back and went back to learn, you know, at an I suppose I was a mature student at that stage. Mature, and I was very questionable, but I was on paper of the age to be qualifying to be a mature student. When I went back to study PR because I loved it and because I was interested in it, that absolutely 100% changed me. To go back into a course where you absolutely love the topic and now you value learning and you value that you've saved time to learn, that absolutely, did it change me? Yes, it did. It filled the tank, it made me so happy. But I can say when I came out of it, I did not need a piece of paper to give me that worth. Yes, I benefited from the study. Of course, you know, the course was fantastic and the director of the course was absolutely, I would say, a friend now. Um, And it was amazing to do topics like journalism and, you know, all these topics that I wouldn't have got to do. But now I was going back with an absolute curiosity to learn them. That was amazing. But that's actually the whole point of this episode. It's taken me 13 minutes to get this far. Like You're like, will you get to the point? (laughs) The point is, where you need to put your focus is into your curiosity. Get your master's in curiosity because if you're interested in a topic, it doesn't matter where it's teaching it or how you learn it or whatever. What matters most, I can say now, having stood on the fence of, Will I go back and when I finished my master's, though it broke me, I was like, well, now I'm actually like one third or one fifth of the way into a doctorate. So if I continue on this path now that I know how to do these things and just just to get into that academic writing is tricky. Now that my brain has made that shift, I should go on and do a doctorate. Now, part of me, my motivation there is like, I would love people in my family and my husband's family to have to refer to me as doctor from here onwards. But I was like, no, that isn't enough of it. <laughs> enough of a motivator for me to go back and study it. Maybe I will someday, who knows? But what I'm getting to is it's the curiosity that matters because I know plenty of people that never went to college, that didn't even finish school and threw themselves into a topic that they love and that they were curious to learn more and more and The kind of topics that, this is always the test for me, right? Finding a topic or a thing that excites you enough that you could do it for two or three hours without even looking at your watch. Or in my case, that I could do it and not realise I'm hungry. Like I'm always hungry unless I'm doing something that completely engulfs me, that has me so engaged in it that I forget I'm hungry. That's the only time that I forget I'm hungry. So like 
are you doing something or is there a, have you a passion for something that absolutely lights you up and you're only doing that a fraction of your work day or a fraction of your whole life that's probably the thing there's gifts and talents in all of us like we are sitting on a wealth it's we're sitting on a fortune probably because if we actually allowed ourselves the freedom to do the things that we love like for me now writing the book is it's such a lovely project project because it's freedom i come alive i'm doing it without any weight or judgment on me i'm just writing for the sake of writing because i am in charge now i hold the pen nobody is telling me you have to submit this thing it's not a college assignment i'm doing it for the love of it and that's when the magic happens so you can throw yourself into it same with the work i'm doing like you know with people helping people with their self-belief helping people with the strategies to help them you know get to the business that they need to get to with their passions so like it's all related but what i'm saying to you is do you need to go back and get a master's for that no do you, if you want to and you feel you need that absolutely i mean we are we are literally the land of saint and scholars for a reason there's courses and programs and colleges i go back now and i mentor in ucc and cit mtu you know, and to go back with that love for it is amazing. And I know there's people of all ages that are continuing to go on and learn in lifelong learning. I'm all about that. I'm all about furthering yourself. I'm all about giving back to others to help them see the light. But what the thing you need to talk to yourself about first is what is the subject that you're curious about? Because that is a real life masters. You are going to dedicate yourself to that thing if you love it enough. So ground yourself into what you're curious about because that's what you'll be a master in. You don't need a piece of paper to tell you how passionate you are about something, you know. And the other thing to look at is, you know, maybe, and I, I often talk about this with people when I'm, you know, helping them or teaching them how to create online courses. You do, they're like, well, how can I go out and run a program for 10 people teaching them how to lose weight when I'm not a nutritionist or, you know, a fitness instructor? But I've gone through my own huge, huge weight loss well, then you have a transformation that you you lived and learned from the inside out. That is your master's. You are qualified to help other people. You don't have to be an expert. You just need to know the pathway that worked for you that you can share with others. And that is also the case here, like with your curiosity. What are you absolutely passionate about? What do you have done in your, in your life? You figured out a way, you figured out a system that got you to a point. You're only sharing that on with other people. Now, the only time I would say, yes, go back and definitely get the piece of paper is if you know you're going into an industry that requires it. And sometimes, like, to even get an interview for this level of a job, you need to have the master's or you need to have the MBA or whatever it is. But before you make that big decision to dive in, yes, you're going to learn and you're going to expand your brain and you're going to grow. But can you get that in another way? You probably can if you go back to what you're curious about, you know, like the thing about it is like when you're talking about the thing that you love that will actually magnetize the right people to you anyway so my message today is for you like you are fabulous you know enough have you even shared the things like this is another thing that came up for me like i if i was tempted to go on and learn again i have to stop and say hang on a minute have i shared everything that i already know and the answer is no i haven't and this is why I've kind of come on a path of, you know, creating a community and getting into podcasts and doing all this thing. Because I just feel there's so much stuff I want to share to help other people to grow. That's where my passion is. That's where I come alive. And that's when other people are magnetized to me and want to work with me.
and it will be the same for you so ask yourself have you used the things you already know have you shared them on with people have you brought it doesn't matter if it's like i know how to knit teapot cozies and that's the thing that lights me up well can you bring people around you that also want to learn that thing and can you talk about it and share what you know passionately that people will be magnetized to that i know that's a very random example but what i'm saying is wake up to yourself you're fabulous you have skills you know things you're passionate about things let them out start talking about them start learning more about themselves or about them things throw yourself into it you know where's your passion where's the curiosity and keep building and building and building around that thing because that's the thing that will fill your soul and fill the tank and really give you more energy look at oprah do you think oprah went and did a master's and a doctorate and all of these things no she followed her curiosity and she kept following her curiosity and kept growing herself and brought everybody else along for the journey you know you hold the pen you get to decide what you want to study, what you want to be in a master in. But very often, the essential piece to, to talk or think about is your own belief in it. Like, do I have an underlying doubt or like low image of myself or low, you know, limiting belief that is making me feel that I can't actually face the world and do the thing I love because I don't have it written on a piece of paper. It's literally a piece of paper I don't even know where my piece of paper is, that'll tell you. Like, I don't think I even framed it or anything. So, like, the message today is, if you're not being heard and, like, maybe you're like, oh, well, I'm out there trying to be a coach or I'm out there trying to be a gymnastics teacher or whatever the thing is, and, you know, I'm not drawing in the people and, you know, I'm not making enough money or it's not happening for me or I'm stuck. Number one, you've accepted that that's the case because you've signed an invisible contract telling yourself, I don't make enough money at my job or I'm not being heard. So change something. Don't give up on it. Like, don't just walk away. You just have to tweak things. Follow, lean into your curiosity. Follow the thing. Okay, well, right. I'm not being heard. So talk about something differently. It probably means you need to shed a few layers. Like, no more than what I'm doing is getting deeper on the topic really drilling down and letting my voice be heard and make some noise and if it doesn't if, if not everybody likes it grand you have to polarize people people are going to love it or hate it let them walk away if they don't like it you know be that marmite for people do you know what I mean like lean into the thing that you love and ex- allow yourself to explore okay I'm not drawing the right people in why Am I actually telling them what I do? Um, what I'm doing? Am I clear? Are they clear on what I actually do? Have I expressed to them the transformation I can give them? Have I, you know, have I shared the outcome that I'm going to actually be able to to sell them? So like, double down on what you love. Double down on the things that absolutely light you up. Double down on the things you're curious and get your real life masters in those things because when you get rid of all the doubt and the worry and what will people think and who does she think she is and get talking about the thing that you love and that you're passionate about that's going to draw the right people and people will pay you know people will pay to learn more because they want the shortcut that you're selling they want to know how and you have a way that you found so you're going to show them so like do you need to go back to college who knows that's for you to decide but I hope that today I've given you food for thought to explore 
the why you would go back to college you know why do you need that and if it's the case that I want to prove myself that I can do it great go back and do it if it's I mean I remember being the oldest in my class or one of the oldest and I was awake all night with heartburn because I was seven or eight months pregnant and the conversations I was overhearing was like and I'm thinking how can I get ready for this assignment I've had a couple of hours sleep last night people near me were at an all-night party so they couldn't like we were actually suffering from the same thing we were both sleep deprived but mine was because I was awake with heartburn and theirs is because they were at a party like you know if you want it bad enough you will get it and I, I certainly did get it but I suppose really underneath it all I had a doubt that if I don't have this on paper I'm not good enough and I didn't realize that quick enough but like you can know do you need the qualification have you already proof that your method you have a process a method a way that you work you know even going into an interview knowing this that like okay I can tell them about all the things I study but I'm actually going to tell them about things that light me up because that's the energy you want to bring into the world and like when you're alive and lit up by your own purpose or your own curiosity or the thing that you're passionate about you're actually this is a whole other episode but you're actually self-medicating and what I mean by that is everything we do either releases cortisol like stressful hormones or happy hormones so you're either getting the dope or the cortisol into your body you get to choose by doing the things you love you're going to release all the happy vibes and chemicals into your body naturally like you have the power to do that so you know sometimes people are dealing with oh I don't feel I don't feel I have you know I have low vibes or I have I'm very anxious or I'm very unsettled or like whatever the thing that you're dealing with they're only symptoms of what's going on on the inside so come back in and figure out what's the thing that makes me really happy that I'm bursting with curiosity about that I want to that I have to it's like with me I have to share I feel obliged now to share with people about self-belief because I've learned so much about it and I know how to do it for myself you know yes I'm still passionate about teaching people about how to structure their businesses but if the person and the mindset and the belief isn't right first the business isn't going to go anywhere anyway so like I am in a very privileged position now to have got curious around lots of things that actually align well for people who want to start and grow a business you know but for you ask yourself what are the things that you can double down on stop waiting and just get on with it even if it means that you do it while you're also studying but today allow yourself to go right that's the thing I want to do and I'm going to continue doing it at the same time in parallel I might go away and get the the degree or the 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 certificate or whatever it is as well but I'm not going to stop continuing the thing that I'm doing and stop making progress until this time in life when I have the qualification because you're just pushing out your progress you're pushing out your happiness and you're pushing out your growth and we know now that that's not what we want. We, we need the growth to happen all of the time. So I leave it there. I hope this encouraged you to dig a little deeper and find out what you're curious about. And I'd love to hear what you took from this episode. Share it out on social. You can find me at upsherises.ie. I love a clean car and it makes me feel relaxed and calm. And it's no surprise that studies have shown that a clutter-free space has a positive impact on your mental health and your productivity. Now that we're returning back to some kind of normality, is it time to give your car a little TLC? 
This episode is sponsored by Auto Spa Car Valeting, Link Road, Ballincollig, Cork.